What a gift to be blessed with a father who fears the Lord, mother at his side who fears the Lord, and to be raised in that sort of a context. We have a great shepherd, don't we, who supplies us with so many gifts and uh, brings us all the way to glory when we trust him and follow him. I'd like us to turn in our Bibles to Psalm 23. Psalm 23. And maybe we could read this together aloud. Psalm 23. Psalm of David. Let's recite it together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is God's word. We bless it to us, dear family of George Jansen, Friends, it's good to be together and gaze upon the beauty of the Good Shepherd, our Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 23 is the all-time favorite psalm for Christians, as it was for our brother George Jansen. It's David's psalm, Psalm of David. Of course, it's Christ's psalm, but it's David's psalm. David was a shepherd. And you know that for the first part of his life. He was the shepherd of his father's sheep in the pasture. And then for the second part of his life, he was the shepherd of his heavenly father's sheep, the people of Israel. We read of that story in Psalm 78. Right at the end, God chose David his servant, it says, and took him from the sheepfolds and took him from following the nursing ewes. He brought him to shepherd Jacob, his people, Israel, his inheritance. With an upright heart, he shepherded them and guided them with his skillful hand. David was the shepherd of Israel. So there's an element of surprise in reading at the title, A Psalm of David. A Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. David, the shepherd, also had a shepherd. He was a sheep, like you and me. He was a sheep with a shepherd. Who was David's shepherd? Well, it was the Lord God himself. Can you imagine having God himself as your shepherd, taking total care of you, feeding you, leading you, protecting you? That's amazing. 
But it's true of you and me if we trust in the Lord God. Then He's our shepherd and we are His sheep. To have God Himself as your shepherd. There's no safer way to live, brothers and sisters. God Himself, strong, good, loving, feeds us, fills us, keeps us safe, gives us peace in every danger. It's a reminder that even the strongest and best among us, like David, needs a shepherd. No one can make it through life without a shepherd. Neither could George. And if you are trying to get through life without the good shepherd, the Lord Jesus, you're not going to survive. It may seem to be working out for you right now. You're not going to survive. I urge you, like David, no matter what his strength was and what your strength might be, place your life, your whole well-being, now and eternity, in the hands of the Good Shepherd. David's confessing here as the shepherd of Israel, if I, your shepherd, need a shepherd, how much more do you The sheep of Israel need a shepherd. And this great King David needed not just any shepherd. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I don't just need a mentor, a life coach, a shoulder to lean on in hard times. I need a shepherd to hold me, lead me, guide me, carry me. One who's my own. Not just the shepherd who's somewhere out there remotely coaching me at a distance, but someone who's my shepherd. Pastor Vogel already told us who the shepherd of Psalm 23 is. I'm going to read just a little bit of John 10 again. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd who doesn't own the sheep, he sees the wolf coming and he leaves the sheep and he flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees, why? Because he's a hired hand and he doesn't care for the sheep. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, And I lay down my life for the sheep. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And as Pastor Vogel read earlier, Jesus added, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life. And they will never perish. And no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who's given them to me, He's greater than all, and no one's able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Dear friends, your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren of Brother George, don't put your life in the hands of an idol. They're dead. They're dead. They seem to help you. They seem to comfort you. But there's nothing in them. Like 
your loved one. Put your life in the hands of the Good Shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. And as you go through life now without your grandma, your grandpa, carry on in their faith. Knowing that Jesus is, I want you to remember these three things. He's sufficient as your shepherd. He's secure. And he's steadfast. He's sufficient. David says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He's got everything. He's all sufficient. It doesn't mean when I have Jesus as my shepherd, I no longer have any needs. It just means that all my needs are being constantly supplied. There's always more there. Is it pasture? He makes me lie down in them. Green pastures. Do I need water? He leads me beside the still waters. Do I need restoration? Am I sinking? Am I discouraged? Am I weary? Is my conscience assaulting me, accusing me? He restores my soul. Do I need direction? He leads me in paths of righteousness. Do I need holiness? He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Do I need peace? He makes me lie down beside quiet waters. Do I need strength? Look at the verbs there. He makes me lie down. He leads me. He restores me. The shepherd does it all. He does it all. It's his work, his care, his power, his love. I'm not standing at a distance. He's with me carrying and holding and leading. And when you think of a man like George, born in 1929, going through economic depression, going through war, through immigration, Raising a family, losing a daughter, losing a son-in-law, losing a spouse. And there are many more struggles than those. How do you get to the end and be so joyful about eternal life? It's the Good Shepherd. He was George's all-sufficiency. George's dad was deeply involved in the Dutch underground in World War II, and he sent 13-year-old George on a dangerous mission to bring Jews to another hiding place, and George was scared. His dad said, don't be afraid, the Lord is with you. He's sufficient. George is 20. He's going to immigrate to Canada alone. George's dad gives him a Bible with a psalm book at the end. And he writes these words to his son, Khalif de Zone. I think the tear marks from Opa are still on there. Can you imagine writing that? Son's going off alone. I'm going to translate the rest. Khalif de Zone, beloved son. And he quotes Matthew 7, Ask and you will receive. 
Knock and it shall be opened to you. God's Word is for you a lamp for your feet. God is sovereign over all in power, but He is also all-sufficient in His grace in Christ Jesus for you, son. Believe and trust in Him. That's a dad. Directing his son to the good shepherd. Are you a dad? Are you a dad? Am I a dad? That's what a dad does. Sufficiency. The good shepherd has everything you need. In him, that's the second thing to carry with you. You're secure. Even though I walk, verse 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The shadow of death? And I'm not going to be scared of evil? Why not? You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The Lord Jesus is not a hireling who when He sees the wolf coming, the trouble coming, He runs away from the sheep. The Good Shepherd is not with us only when times are good. Remember how David faced the bear and the lion when he took care of his dad's sheep? He faced them. Well, Jesus, the greater David, takes care of bears and lions far greater than anything King David ever had to face. Jesus risked His life for us. He gave His life for us. The trouble comes. Satan persecution, judgment, eternal punishment in hell that's coming my way. Jesus is right there shielding me. Standing in the way. Laying down His life for me to keep me safe. You want security? Here's the shepherd you can trust who totally secures your life from every danger, every enemy, even from death itself. I think about how David discovered this when he faced Philistines outside Israel and persecution inside Israel. What troubles and afflictions, like the Apostle Paul, David could say, I die every day. But the Lord was with him. Jesus' presence secured David's life. But there's another way the Lord was with him in the valley of the shadow of death. David wasn't a perfect man, neither was your dad. David failed the Lord so deeply and sinned so greatly, and did the Lord Jesus run from him? No, he came to David, he ministered to him, rebukes and comforts, he washed him clean, he humbled him, he put him back on his feet again. When we've got a shepherd who's there for us, even in our sin, that makes your life secure. Who's willing to go to the cross for us. And that's why David could say, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. To, to know and confess that here in the middle of life in this veil of tears is a testimony to the shepherd's amazing grace. 
We know from the Psalms, David didn't always see this clearly. He didn't always feel it confidently, but it was always true anyways. Because the shepherd stayed with him. Well, what tremendous security, dear friends, to be in Jesus' good hands. He says, I give them eternal life. They will never perish. No one will snatch away, snatch them out of my hand. To snatch is to tear away by force, like it's the word used in the parable of the sower, of the devil snatching away the seed. The devil's a snatcher. He's a kidnapper. Wanted to snatch George away, his kids away, his grandkids away, his great-grandkids away. You run to the good shepherd, it can't happen. He will not let you, anybody, snatch you from his hand. Through, through 94 years of life, George was kept. I see a, a faithful man like George who at the end of his life can hardly talk anymore. And you're quoting Psalm 121. He will keep you from all harm. He will keep your soul. He will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth. And George says, and forevermore. Amen. George is faithful, but the key is he belonged to a faithful shepherd. And that's the third thing to take with us. The shepherd is all-sufficient. He's perfect security. And he's steadfast. The last verse says it, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He stays with you. His goodness and mercy have sometimes been called his sheepdogs that pursue you because the word follow means to chase or pursue. Surely goodness and mercy shall chase me, pursue me. Because I want to veer off all kinds of pressures in this world from culture, from ideas, from friends, even from family. To veer off, to get scared and run to get tempted and distracted. And there's Jesus with His goodness and mercy right there to get me back on track, keep me in line, guaranteeing me a safe arrival and bring me safely home. Boy, I need that. Every day there are temptations to run off to get off track, out of line. He's a great Savior. He's a great Shepherd. And David is in no doubt, surely, he says. Surely. Jesus is saying to us, this is a sure thing. My goodness and mercy will keep you all the days of your life. Your safety is a sure thing. Nothing can keep you, his sheep, from coming home safely. You say, well, 
I mean, Jesus did good for George until he was 94, and then he kind of dropped him. No. He's still with George. The moment he died, Jesus took his soul to heaven. To be absent from the body is to be at home with the Lord. There's no time in between for the Christian. George is rejoicing with the Lord Jesus Christ and all the saints in heaven right now. Not only that, but the body belongs to Jesus as well. Jesus purchased George body and soul in life and in death. Jesus will go with him in the grave. That body is Jesus' body. And when it says, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, that also means His body and one day the Good Shepherd will come back and say, George, rise and reunite Him. Soul and a new body, a renewed body. Perfect, glorious, perfect eyesight, perfect hearing perfect limbs, perfect everything. And then that home that is in heaven on that day will come down and descend on the earth, heaven on earth. And that's the home for George, for all the saints forever and ever. We need him. We need him. He's the only one that can take us the whole way through. If you're wandering from the Good Shepherd and looking for your happiness and your life and your joy and your meaning and your purpose elsewhere, it's going to kill you. Not this kind of kill. Not this kind of death. It's going to kill you eternally. Trust in Christ. Ask Him to hold on to you. To make you strong. To keep you safe forever. So that you can say too, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for George's mom and dad in Varsafelt so many years ago. They were godly. They were faithful. They were believers. They pointed their son to the good shepherd. Thank you that George and Ida could do the same for their kids. And you've been carrying them in life and in death, body and soul. And they to their children, and now their children to the next generation, we pray, Lord, that you will keep directing us to yourself. Because we need the Good Shepherd. We praise you for your wonderful provision. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Blessings all mine with 10,000 beside. Amen.